Hello, and welcome to Banking Transformed. I'm your host, Jim Roos, founder and CEO of the Digital Bank Report and co-publisher of the Financial Brand. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing how the basic principles of user experience design are changing due to the impact of digital transformation. Unfortunately, just because you build a great product doesn't mean consumers will flock to your branch or website if the user experience isn't enjoyable. Today, I'm joined by one of the foremost leaders in the design space for financial institutions, Alex Krager, founder of the Latvia-based user design agency, UXDA. He is joined by Monica Chilita, the Financial User Experience Inspiration Officer at UXDA. UXDA is the first user design agency focused entirely on the financial services industry. They have helped more than 60 financial institutions in 23 countries with tailor-made design solutions that improve all aspects of the customer experience. I became familiar with Alex and his team about three years ago while looking to cover the importance of user design and financial services for the financial brand. Since then, Alex and his team have been frequent contributors to the financial brand, providing insight and user guides for organizations interested in improving the design and customer experience for products and apps. Welcome, Alex and Monica, to Banking Transformed. Uh, As I said, I've been... uh, talking and or communicating with Alex for probably five years now um, through email. And what's exciting, this is the first time we've ever heard each other's voices, uh, Alex. So to get us started, uh, can you tell our audience a little bit about your agency, UXDA? Nice to hear, James. So uh, my agency is uh, basically focused on financial design and engineering. So what we do, we are creating experiences, experience which is based on uh, digital solutions. Our main aim actually to humanize the financial industry. And at the moment, we are working around uh, five years on the market and we have uh, uh, delivered more than 60 financial solutions in 23 countries. So we have gained a lot of experience and knowledge about the financial design. And what sets your agency apart from other firms in the design industry right now? I think basically we are different because we have very deep domain knowledge. This is what we do all the time. We are focusing on creating financial solutions. No company in the world, I think, uh, can argue that they have more than 60 delivered projects. And it's kind of growing. So we are basically most experienced team on uh, financial design. So, Monica, you know, I, I mentioned that you're the uh, financial user experience inspiration officer at UXDA. What exactly does the uh, UX inspiration officer do? <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah, as you talked before, I love my job. It's one of a kind thing. And uh, that describes our agency very well. Because we are the first ones in the whole world who are specializing 100% on financial services. Because we believe it's an industry, you know, money and managing finance. It's so important for every people in the world. And we should make this experience easy and simple and understandable for the people. So our aim as the first ones who are specializing only on financial experience, uh, we want to share this inspiration with the financial institutions, with designers, 
leaders, with uh, financial executives, with everyone that we can. And Jim, as you know very well, we are very actively not only working as an agency for our clients, but we're also um, maybe uh, the word educating it's not, is not the best one, but we're trying to inspire the whole financial industry to look from a different perspective, a perspective where the user is in the center where we build everything around the user experience. So that's basically what I do. And how do we practically inspire others? We do it through our blog posts, through our blog, through, uh, yeah, mostly through articles and blog posts. We already have 90 articles written. So. Wow. And I, I think uh, Alex and I worked on some of the first ones when you were together. You know, it's interesting. Our backgrounds are very similar in that I spent over 25 years in the direct marketing field, but I worked for two different agencies that all we had were financial clients as well. So the specialty work. And one thing I remembered when I worked for the direct marketing agency was that we knew that the banking industry was very different from what the kind of direct mail we would do for other industries. So when you're looking at design, what really is the difference in what you serve from the banking industry from what you would possibly be doing for other industries? Or is there a difference? I think definitely. Definitely there is a difference because in the digital age in which there is an app for everything and almost everyone is able to build one, experience is what makes a difference. So Fintech uh, at the moment are continuing uh, the confident victory march in the monopoly. Uh, you know, one sound only by the big banks, right? So that's why it has never before been so critical for financial product success or even survival to deliver according to customers' needs and wants. Otherwise, uh, they'll just switch to another vintage unicorn that has found ways to cure their financial headache instead of creating them. You know, and I'm just thinking, you, you asked about the difference between financial industry and, and the many other industries. And I think there are a few very big differences. For example, the complexity. Well, of course, finances is something quite complex and quite huge. And there are several security measures and stuff like that. But what we are working on, that we um, inspired the banks to say that those are not limitations. Those are not limitations to deliver the best uh, experience. Uh, yeah, banking might be complex, but that is why it's so interesting to make it user-centered, to make it easy, and to make it pleasant, and to make it emotional, you know? When you talk about easy and simplicity, and you talk about user experience and financial services, how important is simplicity in the whole design equation. Well, here we have to talk about psychology, you know. It's interesting that Alex will probably comment after that, but uh, by his education, he's a psychologist. And it means a lot. Our CEO is a psychologist. And from our perspective, you know, humans are irrational beings. Like counting, calculating, budgeting, it's simply not in our nature. We are emotional. That is why sometimes we spend emotionally. That is why this budget thing comes so difficult for us. By making these services simple, we translate the complexity of finance into human language. And that is through making uh, the services simple and understandable. So it would be much easier for me as an emotional person, as we all are by our nature, uh, to manage my finances. 
Yeah, and Alex, through the years, you've done so many amazing things, both in mobile app design, but also in product design. Can you talk a little bit about your process of how you dissect an opportunity and how you apply design to a solution? So can you go through it in a fairly concise way when you engage first with a client? What's the process you follow? Actually, we have developed in 10 years a unique methodology, which is based on approaching uh, digital thinking methodology and uh, UX tools. And we have our own e-app, uh, business user product methodology, which is united, combined into one approach, step by step, which allows us to go through idea defining what is the best way to delivering the value to the customers and then materializing it in an interface, in an actual real-life product. Basically, it's based on design thinking approach when you at first empathize your users, you are researching them, you are trying to understand what is important, what they need, what they want, and uh, then you're trying to match it to business goals. So define the best technological digital solutions which could match business goals with user needs. And then you prototype it, test it, and uh, make it in design, in user interface. In a few words, it looks like this. But basically, you know, I think that it's a huge misconception that design is only about product packaging. Because nice-looking interface, uh, it's not design. For us, design is a way of thinking and doing things to deliver the best possible value for digital services. And uh, this is actually uh, what requires a digital age, new way of thinking and operating a business. It challenges us to put the user first, become user-centered. And this is what our methodology delivered to our customers deliver experiences instead of manipulating customers to get profit. So this is what we are believing in. Can I add the inspiration part to, to what Alex said, <laughs> if, if I may? Well, he talked about methodology, which is extremely important uh, because it's our unique approach. But uh, what else is important is we're mainly working with, uh, not mainly, but we're working with digital products. You know, how we perceive the digital transformation. Actually, we here in UXDA, we call it the experience transformation. Because what do we do? We use design thinking, we use UX approach, we use uh, innovation and digital technology to turn an awful experience into a brilliant one that makes our user happy. And one way how we do it is through our methodology. And another aspect that's very important is that we start with defining the value. It's the why behind uh, the user will choose to use your product product. And we materialize it by uh, using reverse engineering, which is basically not starting with thinking about product, what features it will have, uh, what team will work on the product, but defining the value, the why, why should the person use it. And that is the ultimate way how we, even before the product is launched, can make sure that it will be demanded and it will be loved by the users. I've seen so much of your work and Obviously, it's, it's very dynamic and interesting in the way you transform what a financial institution had to where you move them. What do you find as far as the major errors that financial institutions have when they're trying to design a product? What are the major things you see that you really have to fix? 
You can call that they have three, actually, three main problems. Of course, it's a legacy impact uh, because traditional banks, traditional financial institutions are focused on protecting their legacy and maintaining the corporate image. They have it in their culture, right? So uh, that's why any new changes come slowly and painfully. And if you have ever worked in the financial sector, you know that, right, Jim? So another one is the lack of visionaries, because we see that in digital world, such people as Steve Jobs, uh, Jack Ma, uh, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg are the heroes right now, but uh, they are not inventors of new technologies. They are actually brilliant visionaries who understand what people need before even customers realize this themselves. And their vision executes such as uh, innovative approach to available technologies that caused significant transformation in the industry. So, for example, Jim, you are doing uh, actually the same. You are doing a fantastic job constantly inspiring and stimulating the financial industry to evolve and become user-centered. We need more people like you, like, uh, like Brad King, who are emphasizing the importance of a user in financial industry. And the third one is a lack of focus, uh, lack of focus on value. For many banks, the main focus is on the product and the benefits it will provide them. And banks are used to thinking about how they will implement the technology, what features the products will have, what will the team consist of, and what marketing tricks uh, will help sell it. But this kind of model has operated for decades, and uh, we believe that it's all wrong. The design provides tools to uh, become more customer-centered. And I think design, basically, it's not about tools. It's about mindset um, because it defines the way you perceive the world aiming to make it a better place for people to live in. Without this, you provided solutions can become really valuable and demanded in a digital age because digital revolution has changed the rules of the game we all play, Right. And if you don't adapt, you will must probably lose. Monica, do you have anything to add to that from the standpoint of things that you see when you're meeting with financial institutions that they do wrong or they just they maybe just don't get? Yeah, you know, uh, there's a common uh, problem in the financial industry. People are used to think and talk in numbers, and they perceive people as numbers as well. But uh, we should think about their behavior, their needs, their wants, their expectations, their feelings, and other stuff. And we believe that the future of banking depends on whether the next leaders, the next uh, generation of banking executives will be able to put the user in the center of attention and build all the, the business processes around it. Because, you know, there's a, there's a joke in the fintech industry that uh, for millennials, they would rather go to a dentist than to a banking branch, you know, and, and this speaks for itself because uh, often while fintechs are offering a very nice, delightful, pleasant, even enjoyable experience, banks cause stress, friction, uh, annoyance. They make us sometimes go to the branch because we can't understand how to deal with simple actions on the app. You know, that's what I'm talking about. So once you complete an initial design change, how often should this design be revisited? In other words, most financial institutions make major updates and they end up being in years as opposed to months, days, or weeks. When you're doing a design change, how often do you have to revisit that to say, are there ways to improve it or change it? You can define it as uh, 
major improvements uh, or redesigns and uh, constant updates to match your product to your customer needs. So constant updates you need actually every month, uh, I think every week. Because if you look at, for example, at Vintage, like Revolut, Monzo, uh, they're making around 100 updates in a half a year. And the banks making only 10. So this is a significant difference because Vintage is very user-centered. They all the time trying to understand what is the feedback and trying to make their products better. The banks uh, think that if they have done in two years some mobile uh, banking solution, then uh, they can leave it for next five years and, and just make profit from it. But it's not working in a digital age. In a digital age, you need constantly uh, develop yourself according to customer expectations and to changing world. Because in the digital age, we have the wonderful possibility to, very, to, in a very easy way, collect customer feedback. For example, if you visit App Store, Google Play, there are plenty of reviews. And when a new client comes to us, what we do is we check out uh, what uh, rating does his product have and uh, what are the reviews. And it's so interesting because some people, some companies come to us, some quite big banks, and they are shocked. They're asking, where did you get this number? Where did you get these uh, reviews from customers? And we, should, we, we just Googled it. We just went to the app store. And it's just, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I don't want to say horrible, but it's surprising that these banks, they don't even realize that they have this simple but super effective um, option to get in touch with their actual users. While the fintechs are constantly asking the customers for their reviews and asking, how can we improve the experience for you? You know, we talk a lot about the need to have personalization, AI, AR, and, and even voice come in the equation. Where do those elements of personalization, AI, AR, and voice impact design? I think it's AI will have a really great impact on design in the, in the near future because AI allowed to optimize the actions which are provided by financial interfaces. It could bring magic to the technology because it will bring on uh, all the complex stuff on the background. We will have uh, more smooth flows and uh, increasing usability. But um, first of all, humans architect those flows, architect design, architect interfaces. So AI is only technology and uh, it can bring the best value if we do not understand what is the best value is. So we need, first of all, to change our mindset, right? Change our mindset to more user-centered solutions. And uh, uh, this is where actually traditional players fail at the moment. So if you bring them AI solutions, it will not uh, help, I believe, because they will operate on the same culture basis as they do it right now. This is the same question as uh, Monica said about uh, digital transformation. Yes, if you make digital transformation based on the outdated mindset, it will not work because you need experience transformation. You need to provide better experience. And AI is only a tool to do this. 
Exactly. But you can use the modern technology and innovation to make even better experience. Because, uh, for example, the thinking of one size fits all, it's, it, it's long gone, it's old fashioned. We know that. Personalized solutions are loved. Why? Because uh, they create emotions. And, and really, emotions result with loyalty, with uh, demand, with customers recommending the product to their friends and so on. And, and this is what we do in our, uh, Jim, you, you probably know our uh, future uh, banking design concept, uh, Light Bank. You, you are familiar with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and that's exactly what was our idea, that in the marketplace, instead of adverts and overloaded information with offers of banking products you don't even need, that AI would help us to create a personalized solution only in seconds, exactly what I need. It's a solution for my problem, not useless information. When you look at design and the organizations outside of financial services that are doing it right, who do you look to and say, boy, they're really understanding the importance of design? What organization or organizations do you put up there and say, boy, if we could move our financial institutions to this type of thinking, this type of design, we'd be hitting a home run? I think uh, we all know those. Uh, it's the biggest edge players. Amazon, um, Google, Facebook, uh, Apple – uh, they're doing great things. They're actually making trends in, in the digital industry. So uh, this is what we should look for in financial industry also. What about you, Monica? Anyone else? Yeah, <laughs> as I said, I think it's Elon Musk with what he's doing with Tesla. We have uh, collected our uh, design pyramid methodology. But what is Tesla doing? They are realizing a bigger mission. That's why they have so many followers who are enthusiastic about their goal. And sometimes we look at them and they think that maybe we're kind of like Tesla, but only in the financial industry because we're aiming higher and we have this um, mission that is driving us, you know. So the time flies when we get together with people that know so much about their industry and everything. But when listeners want to find out more about what you're doing, some of the amazing designs you're doing, because I know you, you share a lot of your examples of what you see the future being and what you've done for clients. Where do people go to find out more about USDA? Uh, of course, it's our website, uxdesignagency.com. You can find me in uh, LinkedIn, Alex Kreger, and contact me. And of course, you can uh, check our Instagram yeah, I, I, as an inspirator, can only add it. We have our Facebook page, we have Instagram, we have super active LinkedIn account uh, specifically for Alex uh, Kreger that everyone who is uh, passionate or inspired uh, about design, UX design, or creating successful financial services uh, that will make users happy can really follow us because uh, I'm very active on Alex's uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> we're, you know, we're both managing it. So we're trying to post two times a day and share really a content that's uh, useful for you whether you are choosing to be our client or not you can take it away and use it for your product even uh, if you're sitting at home and just trying it yourself well of course the quality will be different but you can start with that at least yeah and we're obviously looking forward to the next article that you write for the financial brand you've done some great ones in the past but Thank you so much for being with us today. And I, I really appreciate being able to finally talk to both of you. And uh, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. This is really Thank great. you. This is inspiring. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. 
Thanks for listening to Banking Transform. If you enjoyed today's interview, please be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app and listen in every Tuesday as we interview some of the world's foremost leaders. Also, be sure to catch my recent articles on the financial brand and check out our amazing research we are doing on digital transformation, retail banking innovation, the digital customer experience, and financial marketing on the Digital Banking Report. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thank you to our producer, Bridget Coyne, and audio engineers, Sean Rule Hoffman and Dave Douglas. I'm your host, Jim Roos. Until next time, have a great week. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you, and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.